You're listening to Errol Parker and Clancy Overall, editors of the Batuta Advocate on Desert Rock FM. Welcome back to the Batuta Advocate radio show recording live in downtown Batuta, the old city district here in the Budgie Smuggler Studios. And it's been a big year for country music in general. Always a big year, but Australian country music's been lifting because, you know, uh, not many other people around the world are able to get as many shows in as Australian country musicians. And if you're a country musician, you're likely not playing as many shows in the city. You're certainly playing many uh, a heap in the bush, which means you can tour a bit easier than someone who would be playing in the big smoke. And they're certainly not doing much overseas. All the music festivals are shut down. One bloke that has been working is today's guest, Brad Cox, thank you for joining us. Like a dog, mate, working. <laughs> <laughs> you've been you've been doing more shows than most musicians across all genres in Australia. Well, it's been crazy. Yeah, I obviously miss my band, but yeah, shit, I don't think I've had such a hectic touring schedule ever. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, you know, due to small capacities, we're doing two, three, four shows in towns, and and yeah, it's been crazy. We've done thirty-five shows or something on the on this last run. We just pulled up, so mm. right. That'll take you straight into Christmas. What are, you, what are you looking down the barrel at? Well, I've got this album coming out and just got a few launch shows. Yeah. And then honestly, mate, I'm kind of knocked off for the year, which yeah. is which is nice. We're just trying to move up to central Queensland and mm-hmm. yeah. hopefully uh, the next few months will consist of plenty of beer drinking and fishing. Yeah. <laughs> is the <Glorious>. plan. <laughs> now, tell us a little bit about this year that was... You were kind of hitting your straps at the start of everyone. You know, we've interviewed a lot of musicians this year who kind of like 2020... 2020 yeah. was their year, you know. Yeah. I mean, you've been back and forth from Nashville a few times. You've been you've been to the states. That's not happening for a while, you know. Nah, man, I was meant to spend heaps of time over the yeah. states this year, like yeah. four or five trips. Mm. Yeah, well, I suppose the start of the year it was pretty disappointing because mm. we were just like, you know, doing bigger shows and bigger tours yeah. and bigger festival slots. It was all kind of cruising on up, and then. And I was just like a big old brick wall. And don't get me wrong, it's not just my industry yeah. that's. Uh, that's hit it hard, but yeah, I took it heaps personally. Yeah, I um, <laughs> what this whole virus was. <laughs> oh man, I just wanted someone to blame. Yeah, but yeah. There's just the, and that's why I finally got over it after a few months because I was yeah. like, okay, well, there's no one to blame. But yeah, I tell you what, everyone, you know, my peers started writing songs online and doing live streams, and mm. I just started smoking weed and drinking heaps of beer <laughs> <laughs> and playing bloody PlayStation just yeah. with the shits. Until I kind of, as I said, kind of accepted that there was no one to blame for it and got over yeah. it and I went back to work for a few months, which was probably a really good thing. And mm-hmm. after that kind of first three months or four months, I just went, right, there's no one to blame. Let's yeah. work with what we got. And and that's, um, yeah, started doing the songwriting on Zoom and, yeah. and yeah, booked the tour and you know, obviously can't take the band, but I'll take the missus on tour and yeah. do what we can. Domestically, you know, finding. Yeah, well, that's right. Now, tell us, the missus, she's still got the Tamworth Toyota, doesn't she? She does, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I had to give it back. So I had a year off, and then Sammy picked up the award this year. And back in the star car with free fuel, it's bloody good, really. Yeah, yeah it's good for the tour. Oh, really? Yeah, you get it for a year. Really? Yeah, yeah get it for a year, free fuel card. So you guys Toyota. were back to back. No, there's one yeah. year in between us. Yeah, right. Yeah, so a fellow called Blake O'Connor yeah. won last year's a great Is bloke. it the same car? Nah, it's a new it's a, it's a new car. Oh, I was about to say yeah. it. Oh, that's a bit cheap. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's a new car. Um, 
There you go. It's got 800,000 Ks on it now. Yeah. 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 And here's that RMA's number. <laughs> You'll need it. <laughs> You'll need it by the time you get to Gimpy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But yeah, Blake won it last year and Sammy picked it up this year. And yeah. Obviously, uh, it's basically the thing is so you can get to all the festivals and all your shows yeah. easily. And they've just given it to Sammy for the next 12 months too, yeah. which is... Bloody good of Toyota. Yeah. You know, no festivals and stuff for her to kind of get in front of an audience and stuff like that. So, Sammy, you should be taking it personally too, because this was, this is her Tamworth year, you know? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. She's been really good, man. She, as I said, I I didn't touch a guitar for months, but she was, she was straight on the job, writing songs and going, well, this sucks. And with her too, with winning that thing, she's, you know, spend so much time just answering questions of people. So, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Yeah, She's yeah. like, I don't know. Yeah. You know, when's when's the bloody vaccine coming yeah. out? No one bloody knows. So. No, she's been really good about it, and God, she's put up with me. So she's a pretty yeah. patient lady. <laughs> so, when did you first start feeling like? I mean, you've, you've done all kinds of work over the years. You're from Jindabyne originally. I mean, that's that is country music kind of country they've had snowy yeah. you know uh, cmc rocks of snowies and all that kind of stuff in that kind of area yeah is that the right side of the mountain i'm thinking there or yeah it is yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. just up the road yeah what what kind of country is that can you describe it to you a lot of people in queensland don't really understand that you know outside of parish is probably the buzzword there yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um well i suppose you'd call it sub-alpine country yeah. so it's quite hilly and then not far away you have the Monero too which I'd liken to the moon mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> you're lucky to kind of come across a tree in the rolling hills out, out on the Monero yeah Jindabyne the snowy mountains obviously snow ski season very busy for three months of the year but yeah. I actually love the non-ski season yeah. down there you know it's just a small little country town mm-hmm. everyone knows everyone it's beautiful country cattle and sheep and uh- yeah are you into your snow sports, Brad? I am, mate, yeah. yeah. So I, I grew up skiing. I skied for 25 years my whole life. And yeah, right. I just, I actually took... That's them. where the cannabis comes from. Yeah. yeah. No, no. <laughs> he didn't pick that up ringing. I, uh, oh, I don't know. There is a lot of hooter up there in the river, channels. Riverina Rolly. A lot of hooter up there. In the territory, it's called Ganja. You know, yeah. A bit of Yandy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I love skiing, man. I got I took my dad over to Colorado this year, coming oh, out yeah. in Nashville for a few days, and then we went up to Colorado and had a. Well, was had a it a ski. bit better than uh, than Threadbar? Do you think? Yeah, it was definitely over there. At definitely bigger hills. <laughs> no, <laughs> we were at uh, not at Steamboat. We went skied Winter Park and Snowmass and Vale, and yeah. uh, we didn't get to Vale. <laughs> but we went to uh, went to Taos in New Mexico, oh, which was yeah. really cool. My dad's heard always cool. always talked about skiing in Taos. I got no yeah. idea where it is. Taos. Oh yeah, I've heard of it. It's that. in New yeah. Mexico, but he's just always talked about. It. And I thought, I said, come on, y'all yeah. bastards, stop yeah. talking about it. It's been Twenty years <laughs> talked about skiing this resort. I was just go. It's like a four hour drive from Denver. It's not yeah. even hard to get to. So yeah. we went and did that. It was really cool. It's some good yeah. snow, and I haven't skied in a few years actually. So. I was, I was a bit sorry. I enjoyed the uh, hot tub at the end of the day. That's for sure. <laughs> now, then from there, where, how do you end up working up north? What happened there? You wrapped up school? Well, I, I wrapped up school and I went out to out to Wagga working for some mates doing harvest. Mm-hmm. And I just had a, I had a friend or a couple of friends that had been up in the Territory and actually over in WA on a sheep station. I just saw it bugger it. That sounds like heaps of fun. And, mm-hmm. and I just, yeah, I just got a job. I rang a few mates of mates yeah. of mates and ended up with a with a job for a contractor up out of Catherine. Yeah. And I loved it. I sweat myself skinny yeah. in the yeah. first few months. You know, it's hard work. I actually rang my boss 
at the ski shop I worked for in Chindabai and I, after about two months being up there, I said, don't get my job away. This, <laughs> this place sucks. I might, be, I might be home in a few weeks, Amy. But, um, yeah, after those first kind of two months, I loved it. Mm. It was yeah. great. If I wasn't singing, I'd probably probably still be doing something like that. Yeah. yeah. I just love the people. Like You can almost have a punch on with a bloke in the yards, but mm. still sit down and have a couple of tins in the afternoon. Yeah. yeah. I just I love that, and, you know, especially contracting because you camp out so much. That you know, you're with eight or ten blokes and girls, yeah. but you know, you live with them, you eat with them, you work with them, you shit next to them in the bush. You know, like yeah. it's just there's something really cool about doing that with a, with a group of group of people. Yeah. So yeah, I loved it. How, how did you get into this? Uh, you became a recording artist. Did that start with campfires? Well, yeah, I suppose I suppose I did campfires and cover gigs. Yep. And then the guys I actually worked for in in the territory kind of sat me down one day and they were like, <laughs> you know. You need to go and do this. Yeah, because I was, you know, I was playing cover gigs at the rodeos and pubs up there as yeah. well when I could. And they were like, "You really need to go and have a crack at this." And it was kind of just a little moment that, you know, within myself, I went, "Well, if those people are kind of telling me to do it, yeah. who have no idea about the music industry, <laughs> maybe I owe it to myself to go and give it a crack." Like. It wasn't really something they said, but like, you know, they kind of sat down and said, anything you need, if you need cash for recording or whatever, you know, whatever you need, please ring us. Like, you need to go and do this. And it was just kind of a subtle moment in myself where I went, oh, shit, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe I owe it to myself. So I went home to Jindabyne and sat in a little farm cottage at a mate's place for four months and started writing the first album. Right. Yeah. There's, there's fucking no money in ringing, I'll tell you what. <laughs> yeah. No money well, in Well, there is until you go to town. Yeah, it is. I know. <laughs> so you're always like, oh, I've saved so much money. Yeah. And, but then in you go into town and you're paying 80 bucks, you know, for cutting a piss. Yeah, Cut yeah. of gold. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you're not buying one of them. That's uh, <laughs> no, you go in there and buy six. Yeah. And you come out and you're like, what's that? Right. Yeah. $400. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, there's no taxi home either. You're staying there Eight too. Eight a champion, right. yeah. Fucking <laughs> no, we forty don't, bucks a throw. We don't sell filters up here. <laughs> <laughs> whole box of tally hose, two yeah. lighters. You're smoking bareback. Yeah, <laughs> right, that, that's exactly what it was like. Yeah. <laughs> what was it when you get a bit lardy day? You're a bit European. You go to the Port Royal. Oh no, yeah, the, um, that's no, town smokes. No, you get the um, Aventi. Mm-hmm. So those are the ones that have got the lines on them in the paper so yeah they were always the fancy ones yeah <laughs> pinstripe yeah pinstripe yeah. siggy papers and so how long after that album did Tamworth where was Tamworth sitting in there oh that was still still a few years off yeah I think I come home to start writing that in 2015 yep I won that Star Magnum in 2018 mm-hmm. so it was still a few years off and you know I was still playing cover gigs and stuff but I think 2017 I went I went, right, no more cover gigs. Mm-hmm. And I think the big thing for me there is I just didn't... It was ruining music for me. Mm-hmm. What was and your you go-to know, cover like, song, by the way? Ooh, I did love Paul Kelly. Yeah. I was a big Paul Kelly man, How to Make Gravy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was always a go-to. Bit of Friends in Low Places, you can pull that one. Yeah, used to a bit. <laughs> you got to yeah. get the people what they want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's, a, that's, that's exactly, a 2 a.m. cover, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what I wasn't doing, though. Like, yeah. you know, I could, you know, a wedding for a cover sing is just bread and butter. Yeah. You know, they talk about the wedding tax, but, yeah. you know, people could be paying me five grand to do a solo wedding gig, mm. and I'd just, and I'd do it, but... I just got to a point where I was like, 
I don't want to be here. You can be yeah. paying me all the money in the world, but <laughs> yeah. I just don't want to be here. And at the end of the day, I'm not I'm not providing the service that I should be providing, and that's yeah. not fair on yeah, you know yeah. those people. So I can't right no more cover gigs. Yeah, and went bugger. I'm going to try and sell tickets, and everyone went you're mad, blah blah blah. But I found the boys in the band, and I kind of put them together, and I was like, right, no one's making any cash yeah. for the next little while. I'd, but I just need you to stick with me because this is going to be really cool. And mm. Yeah, 2017, we went out and did a tour and, you know, sold 30 tickets here and 40 tickets here and 50 tickets here. And I thought it was really good. It was like, that was probably another moment where I was like, oh, people are, you know, spending their hard-earned cash on on me to hear me sing. I put a couple of singles out and whatnot. And then, yeah, that rolled into, I think we had four four cover gigs at the Albert Hotel in Tamworth. And, yeah, did the Star Maker thing and she was away. Yeah. (laughs) Do you feel that transition post Star Maker? I mean, everyone talks about Star Maker. Yeah, I think feel like I did, it made I, you. Did I feel like I'd feel the transition every week, every yeah, yeah. every yeah. tour. Yeah, yeah. You know, thinking back then, you know, I battled with those Star Maker guys because I wanted to play ticketed shows. Because mm. I said to myself, I'm not playing cover gigs anymore, mm. and I wasn't going to go and you know charge someone ten bucks to go and see us play, and then the next week do a free gig yeah. half an hour away. I was like, no, <laughs> I'm either doing it or I'm not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you got the boys to look after. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, I'd, as I said, I battled with them a bit, but they come on board and, you know, and then that tour for the first album we were doing, like, you know, 80 people and 150 people in Wollongong that we'd yeah. never played before. And, and, you know, so that was a moment. And then you got, you know, you got last year, just before I signed the record, uh, Rusty Shield was like oh, 300 people. Yep. You know, so I feel like those moments, I, I feel like I have them every tour. It's like, oh, yep. well, holy shit, this is funny. Yeah, yeah, This yeah. is really going well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think probably CMC last year was a big one, though. Mm. We um, yeah. got the late call up there and played after the headliner in the campus bar. Just like a big marquee stage. But I think, you know, we started at 11 and that was fucking packed. Yeah. And, yeah. like, there was probably five and a half thousand people in there and, you know, all of a sudden all of them are singing my song that yeah. I wrote at that little cottage. And, it, like, that was that was probably a big moment. Mm. And I was like, oh, shit, this is uh, this is cool. As I, and it was kind of that feeling. I was like, yeah. oh, this is the drug. This is yeah. this is the addiction. That's yeah, what I want to That's what I want to feel every yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, so, Start yeah. Start thinking maybe I could do a few little side shows in Brisbane. Maybe. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. <laughs> So, can you tell us, you know, when a young country music singer finally decides to go over to Nashville, you know, because everyone always makes their first trip over there. What was yours like? My first trip was ages ago. Not that long ago. It was six years ago, I suppose. I was 19. Obviously, you're not supposed to drink in America when you're 19, but by God, I did. (laughs) (laughs) Hope you didn't. I, uh... (laughs) <laughs> they got the, do, do they have the ID scanners at the dive bars in Nashville? <laughs> <laughs> no. I was on a family holiday in Colorado with skiing. Yeah. And I decided that I was going to go down to Nashville for 10 days or something and just booked in a little uh, backpackers. Yeah. Stayed at the backpackers. And I kid you not, I just drank myself around that city for mm. 10 days. <laughs> like I was getting home at four and getting up at 11 and going back to the yeah. bar. <laughs> And that was one thing I found when I was first in Nashville. Like I was staying right downtown, but I was like, "There's no cafes in this town." And I was nah. like, "So I'd walk around for an hour trying to find someone to have breakfast and go, fuck it, I'll go and have another beer and some yeah. chicken wings at the yeah, bar because yeah. that was all, that's all that's down there is yeah. bars." You know, since then I've found found the breakfast spots, but yeah. at yeah. that time that was a hectic trip. Now then you're I, staying in now you're staying in hotels. Yeah, that do yeah, breakfast. yeah, yeah. But uh, 
So for me, the first two or three trips were just, yeah, drinking my way around the city. And like, I wasn't even trying to write songs. I wrote yeah. some songs by myself. Mm. It's a good town for yeah. beer drinking. Yeah. Fucking Nashville. Yeah. But I just kind of cruised around and um, took it all in. And then it wasn't until that star maker paid for a trip over there. And I think I think I took Joe Mungovern, who's a good buddy of mine, who's actually got five cuts on this new record. I rang, we wrote a song on the Friday, mm. and well, I was flying to Nashville on the Sunday, and I said to him on the Friday, I was like, fuck it, come, come with me. Yeah. I was like, I'll buy you a ticket, pay me back half when you get a chance. I was yeah. like, because, you know, like part of this deal, I was like, the accommodation's sorted, like it's all yeah, good. And I had, sleep on the floor. I had a ticket yeah. as part of that um that competition yeah. so I was like dude I'll just we'll go halves I'll, let's do it I went I went straight home and booked him a ticket he never said yes yeah. and he rings me on Saturday mid, midday and he goes oh, I was thinking I might come I was like good because I already got your visa <laughs> we at the airport at yeah. 8 homie I've signed you up for an Esther <laughs> it, was, yeah. it was pretty funny because he actually we're on different flights he flew in through San Fran I went through LA yeah. and I get to Nashville and Joe didn't turn up oh, right. <laughs> I was like oh no here we go and he got, to, he got to San Francisco, and I don't, I'm sure you've been to the States, but, you know, they ask you a few questions, you yeah. know, all the, you know, immigration and stuff. Mm. They're like, so where are you staying? He goes, I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Why'd you book your ticket two days ago? Because oh, I felt like it. And he's like, you know, you got to put a contact yeah. in America. I put in, one of my dad's in, mates. <laughs> he's like, who's this Dennis in Colorado? He's like, I don't know. I never heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> this long, long-haired beard fella sitting in San Francisco going, I don't know why I'm here. I don't know where I'm going. I don't know where I'm staying. I think my flight out's in a week's time. Yeah. Eventually, they let him in. I was like, oh, sorry, dude. I don't even think about telling you. What He's probably lucky he came going. through San Fran. You know, they're yeah. just like, you know what? We'll take a... They yeah. would have taken a gamble more so than some yeah. LA action hero. Yeah. <laughs> I think he was in the airport for like nine hours or something while they were interrogating him. It was probably all my fault because yeah, I never yeah. told him anything. And he could have just said, I'm going down there to record some music for the, uh, you know, yeah. you, you don't know what the right answer is. I've heard a good one is, I'm here to see the wrestling. The wrestling? Yeah, because all the, all the, all the, um, Immigration types of you know the mad stone cold stunner kind of yeah. kind of blokes and it's yeah. always on in every city. So. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's pretty good. Yeah. Just like, hey, I remember that as I've got a guitar. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother! <laughs> I've got a guitar. I'm definitely not here to work. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Well, how many times would have you done that in the last couple of years, back and forth from the states? Well, that with Joe was my third time over yeah. there, and we actually wrote some songs that time, mm-hmm. and then I've been twice since, and that was. Uh, November and February, yeah, right. and obviously since um, signing the record deal with Sony, and it was just a totally different experience. Yeah. It was like, okay, we're here for 10 days, you've got three appointments a day, Yeah, get pissed with whoever you need to get pissed with yeah. tonight, and back into the meetings yeah. and the but showcases the and, yeah. and the song rights, and, which is really cool because, you know, now I, I'm not just flying yeah. the natural going, I hope I can write some songs with someone. Yeah. It's like, no, no. Yeah, three o'clock on Tuesday. You're writing with this yeah, person. Nine a.m. on Wednesday. You're writing yeah, with yeah. this person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how was some of the talent you came across over there, dude? It's insane. Yeah, yeah. You feel like a little fish in a big ocean over there. That's for sure. Yeah. Especially probably because I've never played a show. It's like you know, I might yeah. just you know the songs writing the songs over there is great and getting great songs. But it's almost and I'm going to go and do it. But mm. it's like I'm going to put on a show. We're going to go and play to 800 people at Tamworth Country Music Festival, 600 people mm. in Canberra. And it's just, it's gonna we're going to go over there and play a gig and there'll be 25 people there. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Which is cool, you know, and I'm yeah. not I'm not discounting that step, but it's like, well, this is, uh, I've got to be ready for this because yeah. I can just see how it'll be so easy to go 
you know, Australia, we're killing it. Like, this is yeah. great. And go almost back to square one. Yeah. But there's no other way to do it. So I'm, buddy, I'm, I'm prepared. <laughs> Would you ever do the full Keith and move over there? You know what? Rock- Ideally. Rockhampton first, mate. <laughs> yeah. I've got a long-term plan because the fact of the matter is I'm very Australian and I do love Australia. Yeah. And even just going to the pub for a beer is just such a different experience. And your cafes too, obviously. Yeah, yeah you love them too. Yeah, that's right. And it's just such a different culture. And I yeah, think it's great, but I love coming home. It's yeah. a whole, It feels like you're on a holiday. It's, it's good it for a holiday. Yeah, it yeah. does. You know, like... Long-term plan is to move over there for four or five years yeah. And, yeah. and have a good crack. And then ideally, it's like, I'll just do the summer here yeah. Yeah. and play all the festivals and fishing yeah. on the reef and then do the summer over there. And So is Keith is Keith back here now? Oh, Christ only knows. I think, I think he's been no back idea. for – yeah, he spends a lot of time here now. But there was he, – he went – he went full hog. He probably went COVID. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Manly Beach, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He um he moved over there full time ages ago. Yeah. Hey, obviously it's worked out for him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you met any blokes along the way that you kind of you know you have any of those moments? Uh, not like big big stars. Yeah. And I like I don't really get like that. Yeah. But it was weird. I was at a party in Nashville after an award show. I think it was a booking agent party or something, and mm. it was just they weren't like the star stars, but they were like the guys on the radio, yeah, um, yeah. like Hardy and stuff, yeah, yeah like yeah. that kind of tier, if you yeah, call yeah, it yeah. that. Yeah. There was probably twenty five of those kind of guys at yeah. this party, and that was kind of a like I felt uncomfortable. I don't feel uncomfortable yeah. very often, but I was like. Yeah, I, don't, I just don't know if this is my scene. <laughs> don't get me wrong, it was fun. Yeah. But I was like, that was like, oh shit, there's all these people that, you know. I'm going to go over here and smoke heaps of sickies. Yeah, it was pretty much <laughs> like that. It's like, thank God there's a terrace. <laughs> but that, like, don't get me wrong, I met a heap, I met a heap of them. They're yeah. all cool. They're all normal people. But yeah. yeah, it was like, I don't know if this is my thing. The this, fact uh, that everyone here is has the same job is weird. Mm. <laughs> you don't want to be at a party where everyone has the same job. <laughs> was it? Yeah, I suppose it was a bit like that, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was just a bunch of people that are like a follow on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit like that. And I was like, oh, now I'm at the party. <laughs> and I don't know if I belong here. <laughs> so who did you grow up with? You I mean, you're, you're, there's well, a little bit of townie in you, so I'm guessing yeah. like there's a little bit of fucking rage against the machine limp biscuit even with as a, as a young wallet chain youth <laughs> no not not so much man i grew up i grew up with fairly four cassette tapes in the car with mum and dad yeah slim nah nah joe gogger yep shania twain okay garth brooks and the commitment soundtrack all right that's, right. A, that's the, a bit of range yeah i can hear that a bit yeah so i'm a huge joe cocker fan yeah right Someone asked me today, who, who do you wish you could sing with? And I was like, Joe Cocker, but yeah. he's heaps dead. It's not going to happen. <laughs> he's fucking dead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's dead. Yeah, he's about as dead as I come. <laughs> poor, poor old bastard, rest his soul. Oh, but he lived. He did. Um, but yes, yeah, so I'm a huge Joe Cocker fan. And then I didn't really find country music until I was like 14, 15. Yeah. Started hanging out with a few mates that you know grew up on little places and riding dirt the, what bikes. What was the gateway, you reckon? Music-wise? Yeah, who was the first song you went I think Jason Aldean was a big part of it. Because mm-hmm. he's like, his band's, you know, he's very country and very, you know, successful. But I think his band's such a guitar band and such a heavy guitar band and guitar riffs. Yeah. And I think that was like, oh, you know, that's like, that's a rock country band. Not country rock, but like, you know, those guitar tones and riffs are, yep. are rock music. And I kind of like, I was like, oh, this is this is pretty cool. I could, yeah. I could do this. <laughs> yeah. 
you're now at the point where you are, you've got young blokes who are obviously meeting you. I mean, it's probably a bit hard now touring in COVID, <laughs> you know, having too many people on the bill, you know. Mm. Uh, not not necessarily one-man shows, but it's getting a bit like that now. Definitely. How are you finding with your own base, with your own cr- crowd following you? Oh, it's pretty weird. Yeah. But also, I think people get weirded out, that, you know. Yeah. yeah. For a show, I'll, get a, I'll just be outside having a smoke. Yeah. And they're like, holy shit. Are you, Brad? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, but they just get, they just yeah. get all weird about it. It's yeah, like, yeah. you know, I'll write songs, I'm here to play them. I'm not, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just going to go out and have a couple yeah. of tins and a, yeah. and a smoke before yeah. the gig, you know. You don't have to impress me off the bat, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's right. They come up, they shoot their shot, and they say something pretty. That's right. And you know, <laughs> pretty I think, nervous. Yeah. I think, um, you know, in a world of Instagram, social media, like yeah. that, you imagine someone that's all they see. They mm. pro- people probably assume that I fucking fly around in bloody jets and shit. Yeah, this yeah, is, yeah. I drove a bloody 1991 yeah. Ford Falcon fucking station wagon till yeah. last year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I bought yeah. for a thousand bucks. Yeah, yeah. Um. And I loved it. Yeah. I, I and, that, and now you're just in the missus car. That, <laughs> yeah, that's worth <laughs> paying for. Yeah, <laughs> poaching of it. Um, no, but so you've been all, all over the country. You've had a beer in a lot of different pubs. Oh, I have. Which pub do you reckon is your favourite? Oh, that is a tough question. Oh, I had a beer the other day in a town near Mission Beach. Oh, yeah. Way up. Called, I can't, Ellerish. Ellerish. Ever heard of bloody Ellerish Hotel? No. I only had one beer there, but it was one of those pubs you sit in. Yeah, we went in there at lunchtime. I was like, ooh, yeah, I could sit did. here for a few hours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. up here. But, the, you know, there's so many. Yeah, it was Ellerish. There's so many different um, pubs like that. I just had heaps of cool yeah, old yeah, photos yeah. and, you know, hogs that were taxidermied. And, yeah. You know, a bit like Daily Waters. There was just shit all over the place. And <laughs> it was just, I don't know, it was like one of those pubs where I was like, oh, yeah, I could yeah. I could settle in for a yarn a few of the, uh, the old bar flies in this place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, where where would you find? I mean, obviously, as you said, rocks are snowy, rocks are hunter. CMC usually knew how to find them. You know where the, the country music fans are. Have mm. there been any surprises in Australia? Because you've been to a lot of towns. I mean, dude, Canberra. Yeah, Canberra. Canberra. We played there just before Christmas last year, and they upped the capacity. And I think we had like seven hundred people at the show. Yeah, right. Until then, like that was our biggest ticketed mm-hmm. attendance at a gig. And it, for some reason, they're just Canberra. They fucking, they love it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, Bush capital. <laughs> well, I suppose it is. And you're the hometown boy down there. Well, yeah, that, that helps a bit. But, you know, even looking out in the crowd, like, you know, out of 700 people, probably yeah, 30 yeah. of them. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it was great. We've played at a little festival, Rose Cottage in Canberra. That was sick. And then we just did three acoustic shows to 120 people, all sold out. And, yeah. And I suppose the, the venue we've played down there, at the basement, it's called. It's like a... Traditionally, I think a bit of a metal venue, yeah, right. but it's just a great setup. They got guitars all over the yeah. roof, good sound, good backstage area. You know, it just feels like a good venue, mm. and the, the, the motherfuckers just turn up. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, everyone kind of looks at Canberra as this sterile kind of like a Truman show, mm. and and you know because of all it the, is a bit like yeah, that. a lot of people move there for work <laughs> and that kind of stuff. But when you scrape the surface on Canberra, you've got summer nats. You know, yeah. you've yeah. got the Raiders, the Brumbies. You've got yeah. this town that kind of lives it's, in the middle of all that. Yeah, I suppose if it's not public servant, it's very blue collar at the yeah, same yeah. time. Yeah, isn't fireworks it? and porno, mate. Yeah. yeah, and I think I think too they, you know, people from outside of Canberra, mm. you know, Canberra for Jindabyne is the closest town. Like yeah. If you want to go to fucking Bunnings, you got to yeah. go to Canberra, and that's yeah. two hours away. Yeah, and I think that's kind of a big radius around Canberra. So yeah. people are able to travel because it's a their big hub. 
Yeah, I love playing down there. Oh, I hate the town. Yeah. yeah. It's, co- it's colder than Jindabyne, that place. Oh, we used <laughs> really? to play footy there. I got on the bus at six in Jindabyne. We are playing a nine o'clock game in Canberra in the middle of winter. Yeah. You'd, you'd put your jumpers on going into Canberra, yeah, not, yeah. not in Jindabyne. Yeah. <laughs> it's a cold part of the world. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a bit of a walk, isn't it? Yeah, mm. the wind a comes walk, down. that's yeah. good. Yeah. Lismore's the same. You get oh. Lismore in the middle of winter or in the middle of summer. It's um, yeah. remarkably different to the towns around there. Yeah, definitely. What kind of uh, what kind of genres? You know, you said you grew up on different kind of stuff, but you know, contemporaries. I mean, you're now you're with a label. Yeah. There's a lot of other artists of, of all shapes and sizes alongside you. Is there anything else that kind of catches your eye in terms of diverse kind of palette? Uh, like away from country music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not so much of music, but I, I kind of study alternative rock bands, mm-hmm. more so for their live show. I think yeah. that's one reason why I've had the success I have in the last couple of years. It's like going to those gigs and watching how the crowds react, how sweaty it is, and how low the roofs are, and the, you know them carrying on on stage. Mm. I think that's what made me put the band together that I did, because mm. I was like, I crave that at a live show, and it just doesn't seem to happen at country music shows. Yep. So that's probably... Because you've got these big outdoor auditoriums with the roof yeah. that high up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think, um, you know, that's that's probably a big one for me. I think with within country music, there's so, so much diversity genre-wise, and I I tend to listen to a long way away from commercial country. Like, I still yeah. love pop country yeah. and country mm. rock and the hits and whatever, but, you know, dudes like Sturgill Simpson... Who's got a four-piece horn section on his mm. on his like themed record? That's a letter to his son, like the yeah, whole yeah. record. And there's hardly, I think, in the whole record, there's two dead spots where every song ties in, crossfades into the next right. song. And um, Tyler Childers is the same. And for me, that's a lot of you know. I play commercial country. That's what I do. I do mm. country rock or whatever you want to call it, commercial country. Yeah. But that's what I listen to, and that's mm. where I kind of draw, you know, my shit from yeah, yeah. is listening to those guys and then going oh well I play commercial country but I want to be influenced by the weirder side of country music yeah, yeah, that yeah. makes sense yeah and it can get weird definitely especially in the states you start I mean the, the it, it just kind of falls down to the bottom of the boot in New Orleans doesn't it mm. you end up yeah. with, <laughs> it pours itself down the map <laughs> Dude, you can you can, you can probably Heaps question of cow punk down the bottom yeah, stuff like yeah. That. <laughs> yeah if you want to go far enough you'll probably start questioning your consciousness just listen to bloody country music yeah 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 <laughs> Yeah, I saw a bit of trail bike rap the other day. That was oh, <laughs> sick. <laughs> bit of hip hop. Hip hop. Well, I guess I guess Australians were pioneers for that. That early days of Aussie hip hop was just yeah. You know, those guys could have pulled out a guitar and they would have sounded like. Dude, like, they probably would have for sure. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. It's almost like bogan's yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. hip hop. You put a, put a guitar in front of them. Yeah, we're saying that you got that in any any kind of town. We're talking the other day about like those kind of um, Celtic festivals they have in different towns around Australia, mm. and you've got the generations of bagpipe players <laughs> who are basically by day country music cover guys, and then of course. one weekend a year they get the bagpipe out for Nan, yeah. and you just see that kilt, and then the big pair of Etnies yeah. at the bottom. <laughs> 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 Every town's the same. Oh, yeah. They're all over, aren't they? <laughs> I'm never going to look at those signs on the side of the road in a country town saying yeah. Highland Festival the yeah, same yeah, ever yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the local boys. Big Southern Cross tat. Yeah. Kilt. <laughs> a kilt and a bluey or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Well, oh, thanks for joining us, mate. We had a good yarn. It's great to hear yeah. how things are going. Yeah. Good to see that some people are still working. Fucking yeah. Hell. Yeah. yeah. Mate, honestly, I feel really lucky. Mm. As I said, I miss the band. I miss, the, you know, I feel not guilty because anyone would have done it, but, you know, like my tour manager, he's mm. fucking, he's a champion, but yeah. he's driving delivery for Coles at the moment. Yeah. The boys are delivering flowers and making yeah. coffee and, you know. I'm out there playing music, but yeah. there's no other way to do it, you know. Mm. So I, I feel really lucky at the same time, and I know it's been kind of cool. Yeah. People, realistically, probably wouldn't have heard Brad Cox's acoustic show for the next five years, probably. So, <laughs> hey, mate, you know, well, that vaccine lucky. could be here any day. You could be, you could be bloody South by Southwest next year <laughs> if everything goes to plan. <laughs> we'll it. see. I got an election. Oh, I'm hanging out for it as soon as that comes out. Fucking jab me quick. Yeah. Finally oh, lasts another ten years, and I don't give a fuck. Then going to Perth next year, I tell you <laughs> yeah. what. Yeah, yeah, they're they're not going to let you in over there, fucking are they? No, no, no. no you, can, you don't even have to quarantine when you land in LA. Just say, all right, mate, jump in a cab. You're yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just trying to just don't cough on anyone for two weeks, mate. If you're right. Yeah. <laughs> well, mate, thanks for joining us. We had a great yarn. Thanks, pal. Hope we'll we'll do it again soon. Yeah, we'll be listening in. Well done.